It's the indoors. It's the harsh indoor air. Um, oh, we should probably get into it. Um, welcome to this. What is it? This comes out like December 23rd, right? This is our Christmas mini. Yeah, it's it's a little treat for you and your family in which we promise not to do the bad swears. Um, let me just open. Because Santa's uh, watching. I don't think Santa cares. Santa is a figure created by Big Soda. <laughs> is invented by Coca-Cola to sell teddy bears. Something like that. How are we celebrating Christmas this year, Emily? Well, we're celebrating by plugging my iPad in because someone's irresponsible. Um, is it you? <laughs> no. All right. So this year we will be celebrating with a reading of the poem of Visit from St. Nicholas. I'm not familiar with that poem, Emily. Or the full title is An Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas, which everyone calls the night before Christmas. <gasps> yes. That was a good reveal. This is afternoonified, by the way. <laughs> Did we swear in last year's Christmas special? Uh, I think I actually wrote some swears into the script because I was feeling uh, how the kids say cheeky. <laughs> but... Just going to stick it to Dickens a little bit. <laughs> yes. By putting swears in his work. stick it to Dickens. Uh, you need to watch The Man Who Invented Christmas, by the way. You're a Dan what Stevens is it? person. What, what is this a movie or a show? Oh, what? I've never yeah. heard of this. No, it's um, the story of Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Carol. And Dan um, Stevens is Dan Charles Stevens Dickens? Dan Stevens is Charles Dickens. And it was Interesting casting. wonderful. No, I mean, Charles Dickens was a young man back in the day. Like, he didn't write it when he was old. I feel like Charles Dickens was born a man with mutton chops. Well, yeah, but I mean, even, <laughs> you know, 15-year-olds had mutton chops back in 18-whatever. <laughs> so yes, I will be, be doing a reading of The Night Before Christmas. But the real title is, and you can use this to impress your friends or family at your socially distanced Christmas party, A Visit from St. Nicholas. I'm sure everyone will find it very fascinating. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, do it at your uh, holiday party Zoom call. Yeah, and then just play this over your phone as you're all sitting on Zoom staring at each other's faces. <laughs> Maybe throw a Yule log on. <laughs> so first, because this is afternoonified and where would we be if not without history? Uh... I'm going to give a little, little history on this. So the, the poem is a narrative. Um, I'm sure people have heard it before. Yeah, it was first published anonymously in the uh, New York Sentinel on December 23rd, 1823. Which, that was a long time ago. Yes, but this comes out on December 23rd, I think. Oh, oh yeah, it does. Happy anniversary, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens didn't write this. What? No. Wow. We were just talking about Charles Dickens, though. Yes, because we were talking about A Christmas Carol, which was our uh, Christmas special last year. I just assumed it was the same guy. <laughs> no. Um, Who did write this, then? Well, uh, man, you really broke my notes up, because I did have a bit <laughs> about that later. Man. Okay. So... This is what you get for allowing me to talk on this podcast, Emily. I don't know what you want from me. It's fine. You don't get to talk <laughs> during the poem. We'll discuss any notes you may have after the reading. So actually, Clement Clark Moore claimed authorship of the poem when he permitted inclusion of it in his collection entitled Poems in 1884. Um, Sorry, his... I just like that. Just just name it Poems. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's a book of poems. Um, by his own account, he had written it for the enjoyment of his children for Christmas in 1822. After, uh, Moore's po after Moore's poems was published, the family of Henry Livingston Jr., a soldier, landowner, and poet who died in 1828, disputed Moore's claim and argued that the poem was Livingston's. 
No physical evidence survived to prove Livingston's authorship, but in the early 21st century, computer-aided analysis of the text indicated that it showed more similarity to Livingston's poetry than Moore's. Interesting. So we don't actually know. We don't know. It's one of these two men. Or a really fancy woman, and no one really considered that, but... I'll put a poll up on Instagram. Who do you think wrote? <laughs> see. All of the, the poetry experts. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has very strong opinions, so... Um, so, A Visit from St. Nicholas became an enduring part of the Christmas tradition, and because of its wide popularity, both St. Nicholas, the patron saint of Christmas, and the legendary figure Santa Claus were permanently linked with the holiday. This did some very heavy lifting Santa-wise, and that's not a Santa's a big man joke. (laughs) Um, So the poem's descriptions of St. Nicholas did much to establish him as the joyful, plump, toy-bearing, like, Santa Claus of our tradition, which is why you don't really see it as much in, like, Father Christmas in the UK or Sinterklaas in other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And its names for the eight reindeer who powered his sleigh also persisted more or less intact. You'll see in a minute. Why is it more or less? I I mean, I'm already reciting bits of this in my head. It's so just ingrained. So anyway, I will now read for you the original text as printed in the Sentinel. And you don't want me to make funny jokes. We'll save them for the end. Sorry, you don't want me to make trying to be funny jokes. I practiced reading this a couple times. (laughs) I'll be silent. I I will appreciate the poetry. Account of a visit from St. Nicholas by who knows? A dude. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads, and Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprung from the bed to see what was the matter." Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. To the moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when, what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen— on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blixem. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the hurricane fly, when they meet an op- with an obstacle mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word and went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, 
and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprung to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And there you have it. I just read you a bedtime story. I almost fell asleep. It was very soothing. I got a little teary at the end. I don't know. It was just the Christmas joy filling me. Ah, <gasps> oh, Christmas, Christmas, almost here. I don't know but, why I decided yeah. <laughs> to just make up a song mid-episode. Um, one, one point of interest, is Santa supposed to be tiny? I think he's a small, fat little man. I got the impression. Miniature sleigh, miniature reindeer. I also tiny think little that elf. That, I, I think that he is small, but I think that that beginning, like, tiny is the the sleigh coming towards him through the sky. So it starts small. Oh, uh, interesting. I guess I pictured him already in the lawn because, well, mm, I don't know. I don't know why you'd go from the lawn to the roof. I don't know either, but also it's old-timey days and they of don't course. know anything. Um, but the, the point of interest for, for me was um, those last two reindeer were named Dunder and Blixum. I thought that was you just messing no. up. No, it wasn't. That's actually the names as they were printed. Say them again. Dunder and Blixum. Blixum. Dunder yeah. Blixum. They don't really roll off the tongue, the tongue like uh, Donner and Blitzen. So no, that was a good edit. <laughs> I don't know, how, like when that came about. Like who was like, well, those names are kind of dumb, dumb. <laughs> Dunder and Blixum. <laughs> well, My two favorite reindeer who got cut from the team. <laughs> if I ever have children, at least now I have names. <laughs> uh, well, I guess with that. Um, happy Christmas to all. And to all a good night. Goodbye. I love you. Merry Christmas. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.